Hey, this is for all of our property manager friends of the podcast. Are you looking to add more properties this year? If so, you got to check out Venturi. These guys are at the forefront of what they do. You should see them at conferences, pack presentations, their booths are slammed, and Brooke, their founder, is a huge fan and supporter of the pod. Venturi has built the first and only software and services platform designed specifically to help property managers recruit homeowners and add new inventory to their rental programs. John, these guys are awesome. They can help you pull lists of vacation rental homeowners in your area and then even market to them across multiple channels from landing pages to chatbots and so many more booking tools. Venturi is here to help you collect leads. Their state-of-the-art CRM with marketing automation can help you easily track those leads and efficiently communicate with them across your entire team. The system can even automatically follow up with your leads instantly. Knowing that your leads are getting contacted right away is an awesome feature. The best part is if you sign up now, you can get a free homeowner marketing list and a free owner landing page. On top of that is 60 day money back guarantee. Venturi makes it completely risk-free to try it out. They will even send you a $50 Amazon gift card just for taking a demo. To learn more, go to Venturi.com forward slash no BS. That's V-I-N-T-O-R-Y.com forward slash no BS. Or just mention that you heard about them on the No BS short-term rental podcast. Welcome to the No BS Short-Term Rental Podcast, an unfiltered look into the global vacation and short-term rental industry. I'm Mateo Bradford. And I'm John Stokinger. And this is our podcast. We bring the right people to the table at the right time, giving you an inside view and take on the short-term rental industry like no other podcast can. Morning, Mateo. How are you? Man, fantastic, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm in a, uh, I got a, a different background today, staying at a, a good friend of mine's vacation rental, soon to be coming on to Hopper Inventory. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. Of course, of course you know, always got to throw that little, little personal no plug shameless in. Shameless plug. Right. That, hey, yeah. it's, it's, it's why I'm here. It's what oh, I great. do. Um, got a, see another, you on the road. How's it? Man, it's, I got in late last night. Um, funny story i thought i was booking in uh in panama city beach but i you know i flew into <laughs> destin uh so that was an hour drive <laughs> right i was about to say 120 dollars you uber ride lift ride no i i got a i got a rental anyway so it was all good it, it's great because i'm actually i got meetings in destin on thursday and i fly out thursday evening so it actually worked out like i did the long drive to, uh, last night at a, and I got in about midnight, but uh, yeah, down here got a, got a busy week scheduled for uh, for Hopper and and got a little uh, industry meetup going on tomorrow night with uh, with it. a bunch of people getting together halfway between Destin and Panama City Beach. So we're we're getting a bunch of people together, have some have some it. beers and have some break some bread. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, all of that. I love all that activity. Yeah, got to do it. Got to back to life. Back yeah. to, back it's to kind of weird though. Like, I mean, truly, you know, we, we were just talking about it, but I want to bring it up. You know, our, my thoughts and our hearts and prayers are to uh, just east of Panama City Beach, where I'm in right now in Panama yeah. City and, and just east of there, there's like horrific wildfires going on and it's yeah. taking, yeah. taking homes out. Uh, and these people have just rebuilt and they just, you know, they just got back from Hurricane Michael. And it's, it's kind of weird because the working force of Panama City Beach doesn't live in Panama City Beach. 
They live over there in Panama City. They live like it's it's not necessarily the vacation destination. That's but that's where the workers live. And I was talking to a security guy last night when I was coming up to my room, and he's saying, "Yeah, like he goes, he goes, a friend of mine just right like his house. It's like right at his house." I'm like, "Oh shit!" But hey, let's get into it this week. We got an amazing guest. We're keeping it across a pond. It's yeah. like this exciting. We have the founder of Boosie and the best-selling author of the Book Direct Playbook, Mr. Mark Simpson. Thanks for joining us today, man. Hey, Hey, man. Welcome to the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the show. I've been tuning in. Um, Congratulations on season two. Uh, I look forward to to all of this to come. So, yeah, thanks for having me part of uh, this movement that you're creating. I don't know. Well, thank you. I don't know, know if we're actually created a movement. I think we joined a movement, um, but I, uh, I, I appreciate the, the kind words. So we're excited to have you and we'd love to hear about your story. You know, you know, we're, we're all very active on social media um, and we kind of stay up on, on the, the short-term rental vacation rental social media front. And it's been fun watching truly like you've been a, for, for me, a pioneer of someone that's putting out regular content. And, and it's been fun to watch and learn and take, you know, some, some tidbits every day of like, like, holy shit, look what Mark's doing. Like, like, look at the following he's getting. And it's not all about a following, but at the same time, you need to keep that. You need to keep people engaged. You need yeah. to put out regular content. And, and, and when we joined, when we joined Slick Talk um, and Will Slicker is like, we he talked, there's a stat, I think, I think it was like seven podcasts. If you, like most people don't get past six or seven podcasts before they just give up on it completely. And, you know, I, I feel very blessed that we, this is our 45th. Um, we're coming up to a year here. I think, you know, like the 50th will be right about a year mark. So we're going to have to throw some sort of party tail. I have some ideas on that too. I'll talk. Hey man, it, it's, but it's to, to put an exclamation point on what you're saying. It's also about having relevant content. Like you can put out bullshit and, you know, it'll filter through. There's people that spam and flood and, and put all kind of shit out, but it's it's putting quality content that actually resonates with people. And, you know, is, you know, you said, you know, a, a wave or, well, I see, I think it's a wave. It's a progressive push. And I don't mean progressive, you know, politically, it's a, it's a, you know, ever changing dynamic in this business is, you know, finding new and creative ways to make us better and, and expand our reach to people. So yeah, man, Mark, you're, yeah, as you said, and, and we'll, dig, we'll dig into this in a little bit because you're, you, you are a fan of this business and I can tell uh, how you interact with people because fans dig in, they know. You, you, you came on today, you're like, hey man, I know you, I know at ease, I know this. And I was like, I was about to be like, hey man, I, I just saw where your position was on Amazon, great book. Like people who are enthusiastic about the industry are going to make this industry so much better because they'll innovate, they'll push for, they'll push for change and it won't just be selfish. It'll be for the industry as a whole. So yeah. Glad to have you on brother. Uh, and appreciate appreciate all you're doing for the space. It's it's awesome as well because I'm now 440 episodes into the Boosley podcast. When I first got going, I looked at people like Heather Bayer and Jasper and, and, uh, obviously get paid for your pattern. And they were my inspiration, Matt Landau. And if any way I can inspire other people to, to get going on, a, on like creating content regularly, whether it be podcast or videos, that's amazing. So yeah, no, happy, happy to be part of it. Thanks for having me part of it. And yeah, let's uh, dig in, eh? Yeah. 
I think the interesting thing too, with, with putting out content and, and it's, it's fun talking to someone that actually puts out content that most people you talk to don't. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see like already in the 40 something episodes, like how the tech is already changing. Like we've changed from one platform to another. We should have been recording on a different platform today, but I didn't prepare it because I'm traveling. Um, so that'll be the next episode, you know, Right now, you know, I think that's one of the platforms that you can actually separate all the audio out. So we're just really trying to, you know, the, you know, truly hospitality FM, big shout out to, to them uh, for, for helping yeah, us yeah. professionalize what we do um, because yeah. we're just a couple of guys that, that love talking, talking shop. Yeah. I've been trying to get on a Will Slickers podcast for years. So to do it on the hospitality FM, there we go. There you go. There you go. Hey, Will, Will, if you're listening, I know you are, you got a best-selling author here. So let's go ahead and make it happen. Yeah. Return my WhatsApp, Mr. Slickers. Come on. What are you doing? (laughs) Let's talk about, you know, like your grassroots, you know, coming into, I mean, I'm looking at your LinkedIn, but like, tell me about Tell us, tell us your story, Mark. um, So I've been in hospitality since the age of five. Pretty much. I was born and raised on a 200 acre farm stay property in the middle of nowhere, literally in the middle of nowhere in in the United Kingdom, Northeast United Kingdom. And the reason why my parents transformed the business from just a farm into a farm stay accommodation was because of the the foot and mouth crisis. So it was a foot and mouth crisis back in the 90s. They had to do something, otherwise the business was going to go down. They looked at what was going on and they knocked down a barn and they put up four bedroom guest houses. This was one of the first in the county to do it. So they were one of the first movers. And now you can go anywhere in the States, the UK, anywhere, and you can find farm stay accommodation with glamping or whatever you, you can, you can right. find. But back then it was yeah. so rare and it was a big risk and it's paid out massively. So I'm, I'm four, I'm five, you know, I'm starting going to school and I just get so used to having strangers in my house all the time. I literally just imagine going down to your kitchen every day and there's a stranger there. And that was just literally my, my childhood. So I grew up, I'm one of four, eldest of four, um, you know, I'm, I'm older and older, you know, the, the business is getting better and bigger and bigger word of mouth was everything back then. So there was no socials, right. there was no booking.com, yeah. there's no Airbnb, right. literally word of mouth and, and, and uh, newspaper ads. Right. So yeah. that's how they grew the business. They knocked down another barn and added on another 10 rooms. They started doing tea rooms and restaurant and that. And, you know, for, for, for me earning pocket money, I was doing breakfast before going to school. I was changing rooms at the weekend, doing all of that. But, um, you know, I got to 18, 19, 20, and I wanted to do one thing, and that was escape. I wanted to get out right. and see the world. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a massive soccer fan, so I'm a big Liverpool football fan, and I wanted to be a soccer player, but I'm crap at playing football. I can swear on this podcast. I'm shit oh, at yeah. playing football. Yeah. Right? So, um, please please so, do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and truly, just, truly, Mark, when, when, when people swear, I feel better about myself because I'm not the only one dropping F-bombs. There you go. There you go. Well, <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of interviews recently and I have to just make sure I've got to check myself <laughs> depending on what I'm on. So, yeah, so basically not very good at football, not very good at playing soccer. I fell into coaching. I got all my coaching qualifications. Yeah. I really, really loved doing it. And I went to America. I had an opportunity to go to America. I took it. 2002, um, landed in Memphis. Uh, Beale Street had an amazing time. <laughs> amazing time. I'm so glad social media isn't wasn't really around before 2007, 2008. Because uh, just imagine 30 British guys landing in America with this accent, traveling. No, 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 no. Not just America. Memphis, like Memphis yeah. is its own. Yeah, Memphis yeah. is America, but Memphis is a lot of different oh. parts of America, and not all yeah. of them are great. It's but it's interesting, like because parts of them are amazing. 
Wow, fun. that's a, a, a hell lot of, of a, welcome so, to yeah. America. Yeah. It was. Well, I, I got I was in like Memphis, but I was I, we're traveling around. So every week we'd go to another camp and we would do youth development. So we'd go mm. Alabama. My second, my third week was in Louisiana. I, I spent my July the fourth week yeah. in um, yeah. in uh, New Orleans. I'm like, this is my yeah. first experiences abroad, and I'm like, this is amazing. And I love it so much. I made yeah. it out just. Just I love it. Oh, New Orleans is a vortex. It really, really is. It will, it will suck you in and keep you. I every time I go to New Orleans, I meet someone who's just like, "Hey, <laughs> I just came here and couldn't leave," and and it's literally been like 20, 30 years, like that they've been there. And no, no, this is no lie. This is absolute truth. Every time I go to New Orleans, I meet somebody else. And <laughs> well, uh, I've also had so. some really good experiences in Atlanta. You know, as oh, and again, so I've just right. been very fortunate to travel all over. Um, and an amazing time. And I kept doing it for six, seven years. I came back uh, at the end of two thousand eight, start of two thousand nine. And uh, me and my friend were in a, in a little pub in, 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 in our hometown. And what we decided was that our hometown was too small. So we decided to go down to London. So we worked in London for two years. And it was at London, 2009, 2010, 2011, that I fell into sales and marketing. And that marketing was important because that's when I really got the grasp of social media, review sites, and SEO and all of that jazz. 2012, my firstborn, um, Alfie came around and me and my wife and, and, and my oldest, we had an opportunity to go back to the family business. So my parents had had the business for 25 years at this point. They wanted one of me or my four siblings to come in and, and, and take on the business and help them grow it and get it all online because they were still doing all of their bookings on pen and paper, which is right. crazy. Oh. We, had to, we had to tip X yeah, out when bookings right. came in and they had to, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. So, yeah. So I came into it and put everything online, did all the socials, did everything. And within 18 months, we took that offline word of mouth online. And Mm. because of that, our business grew to be one of the top three recommended businesses on TripAdvisor in the Northeast, which is, this is when TripAdvisor was a thing. Right. Uh, Back when it actually, when actually, nothing against anyone that's working at TripAdvisor, but you know, if you're working at TripAdvisor, get out. (laughs) out. (laughs) Run. (laughs) But, uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, and, and with social media as well, with Facebook, uh, we grew our Facebook yeah. page to be the most locally followed place in the area. And did this happen over like a, a 14 to 24 month basis? And I, I alluded a lot to the fact that, you know, we, we sort of took that offline word of mouth online and we, we did something really cool. And then in 2016 is when real quick mark did you have any like formal training on like like you know i know you, you're getting to the web stuff but did you have it or is this just like trial and error you know trials tribulations oh, massively and- trial and error my, one of my big people that i look up, look up to is tim ferris so i don't know if you've ever read yep. any of the tim ferris books or the podcast so yeah four hour work week and, and all about jazz was my introduction to him and 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 what, what i love about him is that he's a guinea pig he, he tests things out and then he reports back and this is what literally I've done. I've just learned it by testing, by just surrounding myself with good people, just constantly wanting to learn. You know, this is why I listen to, 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 to your podcast. You know, this is why I listen to all the podcasts and li- watch the YouTube videos because I want to keep on learning. I want to get different ideas that's going on, on in the industry. And then I bring it back to, to my community and I put it into a, a language that anybody can understand. And I, the reason why I started Boostly, so this is 2016. I was at a, a, a tourism meeting, like a meetup. You know, like you said, you're going to break bread and meet up with some hosts. I was at something like that back in 2016. And at the meeting, the other hosts and property managers were complaining about booking.com. They were saying about how all the bookings were coming from there, that they didn't feel like a partner, the guests weren't the best. And so I just said to them, like, why, what are you doing to bring in your own guests? I, AKA direct bookings. And they just looked at me blankly. 
And so I was like, well, what about email? What about social? What about, you know, all these things? And they just looked at me blankly. And so I, I don't know why, I don't know what came over me, but I just said, listen, I've been doing this for the granary and I can show you just, you know, just literally give me one evening. I'll show you five things that you can do. We'll do it after evening meal one night. And, um, and, and literally five people put their hand up, like five people out of like a hundred people in the room. And mm-hmm. those are the first five people I ever taught for Boostly. And I showed them a few things. The results were good, which was, which was awesome. And then I went to the council. I said, well, what's, who's here helping our hosts, our, our local business hosts, our, our hospitality owners when it comes to marketing? And they just looked at me blankly. So I was like, fuck it. If you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I right. created a Facebook group called the, the, the hospitality community. And it's still here now that the hospitality community, please go and check it out. It's, um, it's on Facebook still to this day. It was designed for Scarborough and Whitby hosts. And all I did is I started posting every single day, little tactics and tips. It was either a post or a video or, or whatever I could do. And it, it was designed to sort of help them get a better understanding. And what I realized is that I was building a community. And this is a big thing about the, the podcast. This could even be the podcast title. I built a community and then I built a business. So people from out of Scarborough and Whitby were, start, were wanting to go, join the group. And I was like, okay, what's happening here? Because people from like Liverpool and Manchester and London, and then people from like Austria and Germany and France and Spain were wanting to join. And then people from America and Australia. And I was like, okay, what's happening here? Because every single day I was going in and providing content and help and support. And the back of that, people started asking me for help one-on-one. And that's right. when a light bulb moment went off. Um, me and my wife, we'd managed, I managed to Tim Ferriss my way out of the family business. <laughs> I was able to hire <laughs> nice. and do all those nice. things. And, and we were yeah. born travelers. Like my wife, before I met her, she was born in Johannesburg. She tr- lived in Egypt for two years. And we, we had two boys at this point. And we wanted to travel again. And so we started traveling and Boosley was just an absolute win-win because we could yeah. travel yeah. and I could, um, have a business and it, and it was, and it was great. We're traveling and, and, and doing all of that. And it's just literally grown on, on the back of that. And, and now what, four or five years later, um, the community has grown. Uh, the word of mouth has grown like hashtag team Boosley is a thing. <laughs> and so it, it's, it's, it's amazing to the point now where I'm very grateful and like to say I'm a best selling author with it. And the website side of our business that what we do is, is the most recommended website agency in this industry, which is unreal to say, we've got over a thousand um, hosts that we help with websites and we've got the academy, the training, which is all accredited and this is growing and growing and growing. So my my big goal, my big ass hairy goal, as I call it, is I want to help 1 million hosts cut down on their over-reliance on Airbnb and booking.com and Verbo. That's, that's literally, that's what it's been created for because there's too many hosts, especially in America, who are so reliant on one platform to bring in their bookings because they think but direct bookings or marketing is, is, a, is it takes too much time or too much money. I'm here to show you that it can be done and you don't have to spend anything doing it. And I've literally tried it all, tested it all, and it works. And I'm, I'm just you know, going around and showing people how to do it. And that's it. So you're, you're a coach by nature, clearly. Everything you do and everything you talk about is bringing people into, it's coaching. And you said it earlier, uh, and, and maybe that's why it's so kind of prevalent, but it really shows in kind of the way that you operate in and how you work to help others and, and share your success. And I, I think that's important. It, you brought up something about America and our markets and, and reliance on platforms. I think it's a historical kind of thing. It's how people, a lot of the American short-term rental operators came into this culture, especially in, in now, 
through platforms because you know typically vacation rentals in America were very kind of segmented and not everyone in America could participate in that right but now short-term rentals are everywhere in urban centers and other places and so you have people who are involved even in you know one-off two-offs everything from renting rooms to renting full places right so all they know is platforms well and let's keep in mind that three quarters of this demographic mateo you know are aren't renting a vacation rental they're getting an airbnb facts you know i, I just didn't want to blow them up but yeah right so it's it's <laughs> it's a, it, and, and that's like it's one platform right that are it, it, that's people's introduction to the space and it's interesting because here in America, we got a lot of hustlers, right? We got a lot of people who are, you know, throwing seminars. You can you come to Atlanta, man. I'll show you all the time. You, you On the web, on the side of the road, make six figures off your phone and Airbnb, right? And, and all that's their experience. And so it's almost like a multi-level marketing scheme, right? Like at the end of the day, how certain people are, are trending into the business, but that's also affecting a lot of how people experience the business on the front end. And, you know, they, they see the platform as a t- the necessary tool to success within their business. And at that stage, no one's talking to them about what they could be doing, you know, employing old school tactics to build, you know, direct it's relationships it. with their customers, right? Like, well, it's, yeah. and, and this and this is why it's important. And yeah, I totally understand this. And, and this is this industry has, has changed so much in the last two or three years because of the pandemic, because of because of everything. But uh, what a lot of people, it's so easy and, and without regulation. And obviously, this is a whole other podcast and topic. Without proper regulation, it's going to be so easy. So right now, any of us could mm-hmm. go find a landlord like John. You're staying at a buddy's place, right? You could go to him and say, "Hey, you know, I can take care of this property for you. I'll pay you X, or we'll do management, or we'll do." you know, co-host or whatever it wants to be. And you could literally have a property on Airbnb next week. Like literally like that. Right. It's so simple. Just like I mean, easy with full MLM. transparency, yeah. he's a property manager. I'm seeing it one of his units. Down yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. So but literally, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he could, it, like if he's a landlord or whatever, it's so simple to be doing it, right? I could literally right. go across the road now to that house right there and say, listen, um, if, if this is a place that you're going to have a, for rent, you know, mm-hmm. I'll take it off you and I can get an Airbnb. So it's so simple. And again, we are in a, in a world, in an industry where we are so in demand even with everything that's going on it's so in in demand so we could right now put a property up on airbnb on one platform take half decent pictures and it could be booked out next weekend because there's so many people who are wanting vacation staycations workation right and it's a blessing and a curse it's a blessing because it is so easy to generate revenue like with my website business there's no website i can go and list my services on and be guaranteed to get revenue it just doesn't happen i have to build a brand i have to do all the marketing spiel and all of that jazz to be able to get yeah. revenue and customers and, and clients right so it's a blessing and a curse it's a blessing because it's so easy but it's a curse because then you become lazy and you become over-reliant mm-hmm. because it is so easy and airbnb are the one because again i believe because airbnb born out of san francisco amazing marketing you know what they've done since 2013 14 15 16 fantastic marketing to build that community build that trust just go and look at the ted talk from joe gebbia in 216 2016 on youtube it's a really good ted talk about how airbnb designed for trust right then they've gone from plucky underdogs to overtaking booking.com and verbo right now all right so it's just the marketing is there and air cover air cover is just fancy marketing spiel that's all right, it is. They're right, very right, good at marketing right. and branding. And so they, they provide that confidence, right? 
And so you, there's so many people over-reliant. Now, there's one thing that has changed the tide, which is probably why you see my face so much over the last sort of couple of years is because of the pandemic. March 2020, if anybody had a property back in March 2020 on Airbnb, you will know what happened. On the 23rd, the 24th, the 25th of March, Airbnb sent a mass notification out to everybody who was booked to stay on their platform to say, hey, doesn't matter what the cancellation policy is, you can cancel your stay free of charge. Right. It was a fuck up after a fuck up after a fuck up. And Brian Chesky has, has admitted this. It was without warning mm-hmm. the host, this was going to happen. And literally people woke up. And I know so many people who have woke up, saw those cancellations and struggled, lost tens and tens of thousands of dollars. Some people didn't make it out on the other oh, side. Yeah. And that was the turning point. Right. It was the there, turning There's so many, there's so many people, you know, and you talk a lot about hosts because that's, you know, that's your focus. Like, and, you know, and, and that's your grassroots effort to go ahead and, and enable hosts. Like in, you know, and obviously let's, you know, the, the professional property managers as well that, you know, the hundred, 200, you know, they lost their bit and there's some that just never came out of it. You know, there's so yeah. many different, and I, and I'm not saying like that we're, they're all professional. If you're doing it right, you're doing it professionally. You know, that's yeah. the distinction. But if you weren't set up for success leading into it, like if you were like, you know, I want paycheck to paycheck isn't the right words, but if you borrowed money to go ahead and do yeah. things, or if you're doing something a little, you know, some sort of arbitrage model, you got fucked. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no, there's yeah. no way out of it. And, but the, uh, the, the offset of that was that people came out to the other side and they goes, you know what? I need to, if I really want to do this, if I want, if I want to build a business, build a brand, I can't just be reliant on one platform. I can't build my house on someone else's land. I've got to be, be multi-channel. I've got to have a, a PMS, PMP, whatever you want to call it. You know, I've got to have a direct booking website. I've got to build this brand. And this is like why in 2020, Boostly grew by 200% because it was just timing and it was just me being in the right place at the right time. So since 2016, I've been talking about direct bookings. I'm like known as the direct bookings yeah. guy. Because I've been talking about it pretty much every day since 2016. Right. It just came that when people started to look for places to go for direct booking, help and advice, they just naturally gravitated toward, toward me. And, it's, and, 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 you know, something that's so bad is what happened. If this is the back set of it is that where hosts now are starting to educate themselves about being multi-platform and all of that amazing because the reason why I started this goal is because I didn't think that the OTAs, particularly booking.com actually treated us as in my family business as a partner. Whenever there was a complaint from a guest, they always sided on the guest, but yet they always put the message out like Airbnb saying the partners, you are our partners. So that's not a partnership. So I want to get their attention. Mm -hmm. And Brian Chesky even said on a podcast on the Sway podcast at the back of 2021, she asked him on the podcast, what do you feel about hosts who try and get their own direct bookings? He dismissed it. He dismissed it hands down. He said, well, why would they want to do that when they've got Airbnb? And this is why I do this is because I want to show the OTAs that hosts do know how to get direct bookings. And I'm going to show them how to re-educate themselves because then what they can do is they can re-educate their guests. And if I can get 1 million hosts to re-educate their guests, and let's just say on average, they get a thousand guests a year, then that is how we get the attention of these, these OTAs. And you're right, Mateo, I've definitely got a coaching background. This is why it was called mm. the playbook for exactly that. Yeah. Because when I was coaching in America, I would have my playbook with me and I would have drills. I would have tactics. I would have training. I would have all those little things that I wanted in my playbook. And when I wanted to run a player, a drill, I would open it up and I wouldn't read page one to page 200. I would just go into a specific chapter and I would focus on that one thing. We'd run the drill and we'd review it. And that's exactly what, what this is. So yeah, there's definitely that coaching element. There's definitely like that, that, that thing that I like to do. And, and I feel like by doing that, by me coming in and coaching and helping and building this community, 
There's no other website designer out there or agency out there that is doing what I'm doing, which is means that I can not only we can design websites, but I can also come and actually give that support and actually drive traffic to a website and show people how to do it. My big thing and why I started this is everybody said you had to do this. So you had to get on Facebook. You had to get on mm-hmm. Instagram. You had to do email, but yep. no one was showing the how, right? Yep. And this is why I do it. So I go, right, I'm going to show you how because no one else is doing it. And I feel that has been the main reason why the growth has just been so huge the last five, six years. Well, you're, you're enabling the, a person and giving them the, the confidence to go ahead and, and do something that they may not have you know, felt confident. And that's what a good coach does. You know, a good coach can take a, a player that, you know, that has, um, you know, you can't take any player. You can't someone that's completely uncoordinated and like, and, and not able to, you know, just not athletic. If we're talking athletics and we're talking football, AKA soccer here in the U S you know, if you're just uncoordinated and like just a person like, yes, you can coach some of that, but you know, you need to have good solid bones and a good foundation. It's like hospitality. If you don't like people, I right. can't coach you. If you right. don't like, you know, if you don't like people, then I can't coach you. It's like with soccer or anything. Yeah. If you haven't got the athletes, if you haven't got the discipline or you just can't be asked, I can't coach you. So it's exactly the same. It's just, and, and, and this is a hundred percent spot on. So nice little comparisons there. You talked about a goal of getting to a million helping a million people or a million yeah. hosts, you know, where, where are you on that journey? So all I can go by on the numbers is how many people have um, either paid for services or downloaded my, my guide. So mm-hmm. I'm basically in and around just under a hundred thousand. So okay. I've got a long way to go, a long, long way to go. Uh, but mm-hmm. the more, that I can do podcasts like this, the more that I can do uh, guest podcasts and webinars and whatnot, speak at events, then the more that the, the, the awareness will grow. And thanks to Zoom and thanks to all of the cool tools that are available now, we talked about tools at the very start, it's just making it easier and easier to get, to get more aware, awareness out there. So yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm well on the way, sticking at it every single day, <laughs> getting past, get, getting those numbers down. But it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that the, the feedback um, confidence is hundred percent. So my sort of like spiel, my elevator pitch is I give hosts the tools, the tactics, the training, but most importantly, the confidence to get direct bookings. And, and that's the whole thing is that guests aren't confident with direct bookings because they've been shared the spiel from Airbnb. They've been given a marketing spiel that you have to be on that platform. So, so many people don't know about insurance. Like I know you've spoken to Superhog. Superhog are fantastic. Because Superhog yeah. and Gadhog, they give, they give host that they, they, they give host that confidence. So, but you've got the people that are coming into your properties are who they say they are. And again, it's, it's, it's amazing to do. There are so many tools that are out there that hosts don't even realize about. So it's just my sort of mission is to sort of make sure that everybody knows and, and aware of this. What's your, um, you're talking, you just mentioned uh, Superhog, but what's your involvement with, with IPRAC? as well, because I know you're, you're doing, we're talking that's along the same lines in this con and, you know, kind of talk about that a little bit. I know you're involved with that a little bit. Well, the only way we're involved is that they sponsored the, 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 the Boostly. They sponsored the content, any content okay. I put out at the moment, they're, they're sponsoring it for three months. So Chris, shout out to Chris, Chris Mon from IPRAC. Yeah, uh, thank sure. you very much for the sure. trust. You know, I've had some amazing sponsors over the past sort of couple of years, hopefully being one IPRAC uplisting. Yep. Um, amazing people that have sort of trusted the Boostly brand that they want to be able to partner up and, and team with them. IPRAC are doing it at the moment. And IPRAC is, is, a, is a really good one because with Web 3.0 and blockchain and cryptocurrency, all of that sort of terminology is now becoming second nature to a lot of people around the world. IPRAC have used 
accreditation service is using the blockchain technology to have an accreditation service. So basically a certification service so that when somebody lands on your website, you've got that trust factor there. Right. and the, the, the global recognition of it. And I've known Chris for years and I've known iPract for years and I've talked about it for, for years to be able to like have it in a sponsorship capacity now is, is, is amazing to be able to partner with them is is, mm-hmm. is awesome and yeah i recommend everybody go check it out i hyphen practice a little bit funny it's not iprac.com it's i hyphen go check them out go see what they're doing um i know so many team boostly members who use the service love it and you know i'm excited to see what he does next because uh, it's definitely you know he's got so many ideas behind the scenes he's got a massive rental and events and exchange business going on in uh cans france so uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does next we uh, yeah. we were joking with uh, Neely on last week that you know that she should yeah. give Chris shit because we got her on first, yeah. uh, before, <laughs> and now now we can give shit because we got you on first before. Yeah, well, he's before. a busy man. He's a busy. Yeah, I think he's, he's busy, around yeah. the but yeah, he's a, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, definitely wanting to, to to get on the podcast in the, in the future. On YouTube, you just got to the point where you're making money. What what was that <laughs> benchmark? What was that like? Because I look at like. Truly, so our YouTube is just, we just record and we put it up there and I do absolutely nothing with it other than like truly like five or six people watch a video. Most people download the audio. Great. And that, I mean, true, that's, that's where our focus is on it anyways. But tell me about us, about, you know, the whole, your whole YouTube journey and, and how you're finally, this is a monetized thing as well now. Yeah, so to become a YouTube partner, you've got to have over a thousand subscribers and you've got to have a 4,000 watch hours in the past, uh, past year. And, you know, YouTube, I mean, first and foremost, if you've got a podcast, you have to have a video element to it. Now, in 2022, you have to, because there's only so much time in the day. And if you're going to take an hour out to record a a podcast, you may as well do it video, because then you can go and repurpose it, video, chop it up. You know, um, Ruben Kaya from the, from the, um, he's got an amazing uh, podcast agency. And it's, he basically repurposes uh, podcast content into short form videos. He works with so many people in the short term rental space. Mm. He's, a, he's a short term host himself. I've known Ruben for, for, for about just over a year now, and he's got a, 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 such a good setup and he's helping podcast people repurpose that content. So I, I am a massive fan of repurposing, always have and always will. So you see me pretty much everywhere, at least two or three posts a day, very much, you know, Gary V in your face everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I only actually record. Uh, a handful of videos on a Monday and then I hand it to my team. So I'm very luckily now I can, with, with the sponsorship money, I can hire an editor and he will take one hour long content. He will chop it up into reels, to the audio, to the video. Right. Uh, we, we, we share it on, on Pinterest, you know, Pinterest, we share yep. it on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, everywhere. And so YouTube is a, a massively important channel because it is the second biggest search engine in the world after after google and google owns youtube so it's 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 now it's got to a point where if you're going to ask a question you're not going to ask a question in google you're going to ask it on youtube right so i've just uh, got a new vacuum cleaner i didn't bother reading the instructions i went and looked at youtube videos and how to unbox it how to use it right and it's the same um now with any question that comes in so all i did on youtube is i used the same content creation tool that i documented in the book Go and check it out. It's mm-hmm. less than $20. Go and get it, put it into practice. And I found out what the most common questions were. What were people looking for? What were people typing and looking at? A lot of people were saying, what is Guesty? Which is a property management software tool. Like how, how effective is Guesty? How can I help make it work for me? So again, I created videos on Guesty. 
And um, I did so many different things and trialed it and tested it and just kept consistent with it. Um, whenever I posted a, a video out, if it was a good video, I would um, email the list. So the, the, the Team Boostly list, I'd put a little, I've got a WhatsApp group. So I've, I've got a thousand people in, in a WhatsApp channel. I would point them towards the, the YouTube video and it just constantly kept being consistent with it. And when you can get people onto your YouTube video in a short space of time, that's when the YouTube algorithm and the YouTube juice kicks in. Starts kicking in. Right, right. And, and, and so, yeah, it just naturally happened. I got to the point where I was at like 3,900 watch hours and I was like 100 watch hours to go. And, you know, I had a couple of weeks to do because you've got to do it, you know, on a year by year basis. And yeah, it, it ticked over. And now I'm a YouTube partner. And what I get about forty pound, forty dollars and fifty dollars a month, but it, it you know it pays, <laughs> it pays, it pays hey. for the YouTube Starbucks. money, right? right. For the Starbucks, right. yeah, it pays for the Starbucks. That's all. That's all. It's there, you know. And and now that you're a partner, mm. obviously they will promote you more. And again, it's all about right. making sure that this book direct message gets spread and spread and spread because there's tons of amazing Airbnb videos. You know, Sean mm -hmm. of Airbnb Automated, one of the one of the best on on YouTube. Um, there's, there's some really good, effective, and really powerful Airbnb videos. But now my, with my book direct message is appearing in the YouTube suggested column, which is all I wanted. Nice. Which, right. which is, a, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal with YouTube and, it, and, it, and it's working well. Well, I mean, we're pretty excited because we're finally in a position where, you know, the video content actually this week, the, the content with, with, with Neely is the first time that I didn't edit the video. So nice. I sent it, we have a team and we'll see how it works. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. You know, how are you, um, how are you, uh, are you, uh, are you, when, when you create something, is it like your baby? You, uh, do you, uh, do you find it hard to pass over or are you like, like, you know, Tim Ferriss and just sort of delegate everything? Um, it's, I, I've, I have my fingers in too much things. Um, I, I yeah. really like, like the logo, everything I've, I've had my, my hands on. So like I've, I, I micromanage too much, a little bit, you know, I, I, and so I'm trying to step back. I mean, in, I mean, and that's why we partnered with, with hospitality FM and, and, and Will is mm -hmm. like, he put a great thing together. He's like, Hey, listen, we want to help you. You know, and my focus and, and Mateo's focus isn't like our podcast, this podcast, recording this podcast is like a highlight of our week. Yeah. We love doing Definitely this. This is that. amazing. Like yeah. we, like we look forward to this and these connections we've made is, is, is is invaluable it's it's like just it's enriching to to ourselves it's but it's enriching also to you know i want to say selfishly but it's enriching to our our business is what actually pay the bills which isn't this yet right until you it, get that youtube money yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> 40 pounds right, a week in our month money oh <laughs> well the thing thing about podcasts now in 2022 and someone said this to me in a couple of years ago is that a podcast is just a new way of having coffee with somebody, but you're just recording it. And it literally is, it's a great way of building networks and relationships. And instead of just doing it on a Zoom where only one on one person will hear it, you put it out. And this is what I love about your podcast. It's very laid back. It's like having a conversation and then other people will, will tune in afterwards. So it's, 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 it's an awesome, it's an awesome way to go about it. You know, you just gotta, with every podcast, you gotta find your niche and like what, what you bring to the market. Because there are so many now, because obviously another offset of the pan offset of the pandemic is that everybody now knows what Zooms is and everybody's got a podcast. Um, and because everybody was locked indoors for so long. So it's like, what can you bring to the table? What do you do? And I just love your conversation style. I love how it just feels naturally and flows nice and easily. And it's just something you can tune in because audio above any other form of content, audio is the only one that's non-disruptive. 
you've got to read a blog post, mm-hmm. you have to stop to watch it, read it. If you're going to watch a video, you've got to yep. stop to watch it. But an audio, you can do it while you're doing whatever you're doing, washing the dishes, driving in the car or whatever. And, and the conversations, the podcasts that have that conversational style, you can get away with having what we've been talking now for nearly 45 minutes to an hour. People will tune into that. I totally flip mine around because mine is more the how, it's more the tactics, it's more right. how to do things. So I keep mine to less than seven to 10 minutes because right. I could see my analytics. I could see after 200 episodes, after 10 minutes, they all stopped. And I was like, oh right. shit, I'm, what yeah. am I doing here? Because the way that I talk and the way that I, I, I do all these things, it's, it's literally short, sharp, quick tips. So now I have podcasts going out pretty much every day, no more than seven minutes. Because again, it's just it's just how people like to listen and tune, tune into me. So yeah, nice work. I love what you're doing. Thanks, Ben. We're uh, I, we we found like the 45 minutes to an hour for our for our style seems to be well. If we go more than an hour, it's a super sharp drop off. I mean, truly, I, I I'd say you know most get 50, 60 percent through, and that's okay. You know, but I I think consistency is is the name of the game and in quality guests. Um, and, yeah. you know, and, you know, I'm not to take away from what we built is like, you have to have, like Mateo and I have a good rapport. We're actual friends. We're not, this isn't just a business venture. Like, like how can we make money or how can we talk like, Hey, let's, I got an idea. Well, let's get one black guy and one white guy and we'll put out a podcast because that's going to drive. That's not what it's about. Like the whole point is like, we're good friends. And like, it all started over, over beers in a bar to, at a, at trade shows, understanding, like we call it the carny circuit, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the vendor side of things. And, and uh, it's just been fun and learn about. I think people. we're less conversational coffee, more drink champs kind of. <laughs> <laughs> in barstool sports, I think for the industry. Uh, but again, but because that's who we are, right? Like at the end of the day, you know, this really did, you know, the genesis of this podcast came from John and I sitting, at, you know, after the Carney circuit at a bar, just talking about the industry and what we see, not what's pushed, but the reality, like, you know, what life was on, like at the, on the floor, you know, I, I was super new. So I had super, I, I always had questions and I was fascinated by the people in this industry, right? Like I would, that's what my, you know, the people in this industry were fascinating you know, especially at the time that I came in, you had such an influx of people from of different backgrounds, different, you know, it, both in terms of ethnicity and like, but even like their career choices, like in, you know, where they came from. And so, yeah, not many people are born into hospitality. People always fall into it from, from yeah. another career, a line of work. And this is the most fascinating thing. Fascinating thing to me is why I love doing it um, is because yeah. the people like me and the people, the stories that they have, behind it and how they came into it. And when I say hospitality, people look at me and I go, well, I'm not in hospitality. I'm a property manager. Now, as soon as you've got a stranger going into your door, going into a hotel, that you are in hospitality right there and then. And this is the thing that I've been sort of preaching for for a while. So when I say host, I include property managers. I include everybody in that sort of, in that that terminology. And I feel like the, the people that get it, the people that get hospitality, they, they get it first because as soon as you start doing that, you don't just look at a person as like a dollar sign. You look at them as a guest and how there's a, as much as there's a story behind every host, there's a story behind every booking. And this is something that I talk about a lot yeah. at the moment. There's a story behind every booking. Mm-hmm. So how can you bring that out and how can you make that guest experience better? Because when you get that guest experience better, you are going to build your direct bookings and you're going to absolutely smash it. I remember Mateo, you, you, you mentioned about becoming uh, the go-to and about 
you know, relationships and collaboration. I remember you talking about it on a podcast and it just, it nails it to a T. Somebody asked me last night on a webinar, what's my one biggest tactic on direct bookings? I said, it's relationships. It's those networks, yeah, yeah. those collaborations that you have with people in your niche and in your local area, like that coffee shop that you always go to yeah, or that place yeah. that you recommend. It's like, how can you create those partnerships? And then you just become that go-to, become the go-to. That's literally what I've been saying for years, could become the go-to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and if you do that, then you, you'll absolutely smash this. It's interesting because uh, you look at your your road and, talk, and someone who's born, literally born into hospitality, right? And been in it most of your life. Like what I've always seen in this space and what I love about this space and what I love about hospitality I and mean, you break it down to this, the, to its simplest form is respect and communication, right? It's, it's respect, unearned respect that you are, are, are engaging in relationship with someone, right? And providing an experience for, for someone you don't know, right? And, you know, what does that take tactically, right? It sounds simple, but that's hard. How do you show respect to someone you don't know? How do you create an environment that is respectful of someone you don't know? And that's why I think the communication part is, because that's how it happens, right? It's, it's how you communicate. It's the communication portion of it. It's ensuring that you're providing the service that they're looking for, right? Based on minimal amounts of information on someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put that well, into relationship context, right? And well, it's respect yeah. and communication. No, massively. And, and you just got to attract your tribe. Like you can't appeal to yeah. everybody because if you're trying to appeal to everybody, yeah. you appeal to nobody. And, you know, this is the, the big thing that's going to happen next is that with so many people getting into this industry, it's those hosts, property managers that focus on a niche, so right. whether it mm-hmm. is helping servicemen to get accommodation who can't right. find accommodation, yep. whether it is, I love is, yeah. um, Bud, Bud Airbnb or Bud B&B, literally cannabis and, and yeah. like marijuana for like accommodation, or whether it is, you've got Robert Geller. He was a podcast guest of yours, right. Robert Geller. Yep. So helping um, LBGQQ plus whatever, find accommodation. Yep. Like this, this, this is the niche that I'm talking about, finding your customer oh, yeah. avatar. Those that do that, you attract your tribe. And it's uh, somebody once said to me, your net worth is your network. And if you can mm-hmm. build a business, build a community I love that. around something, then you are going to, going to nail it. If you go into this thinking, I just want everybody to stay at my place, then you're going to appeal to nobody. So figure out who you want, figure out your customer avatar, figure out the guests, the ideal guests, and then life is so much easier. Tell us how, tell our guests, our listeners, how do, they're going to go ahead and get your, your book direct playbook. So all you need to do, uh, go to Amazon. It's on Kindle, it's on Audible, and it's on print. Wherever you are in the world, and just type in the book direct playbook, Mark Simpson. If you start typing the book direct playbook, it will come up and go and grab it. Please do. And uh, it's, it's a book that is very interactive. So anybody who has read it or is listening to it, you'll know what I mean when I say it's very interactive. There is a full online course around the book as well. So as soon as you buy the book, you get a special code. And I've got all the videos that are on there because I talk about marketing. And with marketing, writing a marketing book, I wrote this in 2021. By the time it would have come to being released, it could have been out of date. You know, if I wrote this a couple of years ago, and if I was talking about musically, well, now it's TikTok. So instead of talking about any specific channel, I talk about the psychological aspects around everything. This is 10 years of of me putting this book together. So the cool thing about having the course is that if things do change and things do amend, then I can quickly update the video. I can't update the words in the book. So this this is a book that is going to be with my Alfie. When when, when my Alfie is hopefully, what, 10 10 years or 20 years in the future, and he's looking to get into maybe vacation rental or hospitality, then he can pick up this book. 
and you can go, ah, oh, my old man know what he's talking about. So right. uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is this is why I did it. This is why I created it. And you know, I've got Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss is my major influence from this uh, yeah. when, when writing this book. It was a huge book in, uh, impression on me, and I, I wrote it pretty much like to, to have that sort of um, guidance behind it. So. I hope you enjoy it. Well, it, stand, you, you, it stand, you stand out. I mean, it's a resource that you're buying. That it, it, how many times can you buy something? What can you buy right now that you will continually value and use, right? You think about all the shit. A timeless seen, product. Regular, that, that, but it's it's a resource that continues yeah. to keep its value. So, and, and hell, I, I, if you didn't take that nugget out of this and, and create something like that for your business, right? That, that is going to do the same thing. I, yeah, I, I, you missed the point of the podcast. But before we go, let's talk about the future. What's next? What can you tell us? What are you doing? Where are you going? So my my goal is to uh, just be everywhere. Just literally be everywhere. Keep continuing the message. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna win a shorties award when that comes out. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, don't Paul's even say. Don't get us started. Don't say. So uh, I, I won it. Let me grab this. This is my first ever award. Was the shorties? You have to watch this on the YouTube. Obviously, this is shorties 2020. Uh, I won best use of social yes. media. And uh, I'm coming back 2022. I want another one. I, and I've got like a shelf now. I've got to fill up my office. So I, I, I want to do that. There you go. I want to right. do that. I just want to continue being everywhere. I want to be yeah. uh, so good that people can't ignore me. And I'm just going to continue going down that Steve Martin quote that I, I read years and years ago and just, just keep being everywhere and keep helping, keep providing um, support. Our website business is going to grow and grow and grow because we want to have all the, the hosts, I want them to have a website that works. We partner up with Guesty. We partner with everybody. You know, we'll, we'll figure out how we can partner up with uh, Hopper Homes and, and a tease at some point as well. Uh, and uh, we'll just keep on, just keep on being awesome and keep on having amazing conversations like this. Sounds like a good plan. So everyone, um, you're listening, you're going to go to the website. They'll have all the links that Mark uh, has talked about in the podcast will be on the website. Additionally, if you if you haven't gone to where you're listening to the podcast, whether it be, you know, um, Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify or however you're listening to it, please go listen. Give us a like. Give us a review. We need. We don't need the help, but we'd really greatly appreciate the help. Um, so go ahead and and, and hook us up, and uh, we're going to continue with great conversations. Mark, it's been awesome having you on. Thanks so much, man. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. 